0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Greetings, 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 and salutations.
0: It is another edition of the new revolutionary the Ethiopian New Secret Come on, come on, all that you need the university. Welcome, 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 my children. Come on in, my family. Come on in, Mr. I get the National Awarding Development Radio. You can call me now at area code 515-60491. 515-60491. Are you living the best life? Are you living the best life? Come on, kid. Come on, kid. The fire is not the one that isn't the world. Yeah, we are waiting for you once so Come on in, come on in Let's get right it Come on in, all the blessings Breeding, you I am all me. my family Coming breeding, back know, to you and to Out of bondage and gym, now and I'm I am mean. free so,
1: Come back home
0: to Africa She's calling your name to win Come back home to Africa The fatted calf and golden ring. I'm waiting for you once again Come back to me. I'm longing for my family I'm the bondage of I am the The you Come, yes. back you have you. Come back home Come back home. Come back home home. Come back home
1: Welcome, welcome to another edition of Revolutionary Hoodoo, New Orleans Voodoo Secrets and Recipes. The Power Lunch, all is truly and indeed a blessing. Esu a legwana kosi weri. Awo onlo uto ne iwo ada afan bo o si. O bakalami ita ni abo ornilio abani Shu Eshu is the respected elder who flogs, confronts, uncovers fools. That one versed in mysteries uses truth to own you. He calls a scatter to be poverty. Obatala shakes rascals to have sacrifice. The owner of warning is the one who is Eshu. a Aboye, Ashe. May our Ebo reach a room. May our ever be accepted. May our Ebo allow what we desire to come to pass. And so we say Ashe. I am here. I am here to hit it and quit it. Are you there? Are you with me? Are you with me? Come on in. Are you there? Can you hear me? Hello? (laughs) Greetings and salutations, one and all. Come on in, Jules Birch. Greetings to you, beloved. Thank you for your continued listenership and participation in the show. Be mindful that the lines are now open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the hyphen divine hyphen prince. It is uh, scrolling on your screen at this time. My live listening and calling number is area code 515. My longtime listeners, the number is new, 515, jot it down, 515-605-9718. When you're ready with your question, comment, or request, do press the number one. I will happily, gratefully unmute your mic and bring you into this conversation. Greetings to everyone who's joined me here in this square circle of consciousness. Greetings to one and all who's chosen to be here with me for just uh, 30 minutes, for just 25, 24 more minutes. And I'm grateful for your time, for indeed time is money, time is energy. So I'm grateful for your time. I'm grateful for your attention. I won't waste your being here with us for this short amount of time you are indeed sitting again with the with live with the divine prince and today this thursday may uh may twelfth twenty twenty two i am emanating and vibrating with you and for you now live virtually verbally cosmically quantumly from this working temple of the house of the divine prince Thai potions voodoo central l l c in this legendary, historic, beautiful, most haunted and most most enchanted city in America, New Orleans, Louisiana, the land of my ancestors and those who came before me along this who do obey a life path and journey, passing down that great olive stick, along with the knowledge of the life-giving herbs, roots, plants, rituals, spirits, minerals, and indeed our sacred stories. Please continue to visit our beloved Denise Augustine and schedule your tour plus experience with Denise and myself by visiting us at www.oursacredstories.com. And of course, I cannot neglect my number one sponsor, Treme Coffeehouse. Please do visit Treme Coffeehouse on Twitter, on Instagram, and certainly here in New Orleans, right in my Backyard on the corner of St. Philip and North Villary, And I'm certainly grateful for Tremaine Coffee House. Please do stop and like, follow, and subscribe. The YouTube link is scrolling on the screen. The Blog Talk Radio link is scrolling on the screen. And of course, I'm grateful for your calls at 515 605 9716. Are you living your best life? Did you think about it, greetings, Anthony. Come on in, beloved. Welcome, welcome. Greetings, Craig Burr's Bobo. Greetings, beloved. Come on in. All is truly a blessing, Bobo. Are you living your best life? Last time we came together here, we talked about are you living your best life and what that really means. And often it's not, well, never is it a narrative from me or a directive me, But a question, a thought question, something you can chew on and meditate on and re-examine and look at from every uh, angle. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about something that came up earlier today. Uh, it always comes up earlier in the day, uh, in the morning coffee. And I want to talk about the idea of first and foremost, the black woman being God the black woman being God. Hello, can y'all hear me? Is my mic on. The black woman is God. And I do that in triplets when I say that intentionally. Because each and every day and every grain of our being, it is reinforced that God is an old white man with a beard. God is a a benevolent God who's benevolent when he chooses to be so, uh, but benevolent. But, if we don't follow the direction and the narrative. And indeed, it does not mirror an indigenous Aboriginal approach to how we view God. It does not mirror the voodoo concepts of God. It does not mirror the Yoruba or Ifa concepts of God. And the idea of God and what the goddess is, is transforming right now in this moment, because all we have is this moment at the pop cultural level, the generations younger than myself, the generations uh, younger than, uh, than the 1960s, um, are, are, are transforming their idea of God. Because in order to transform your idea of self, you've got to transform and, and better understand your idea of God. And so we say Mother Earth and Father Sky, we say God the Father in the triplet religions, Christianity, Islam, Judaism, and the outshoots of those root traditions. But when I look back to Kemet, when I look back to ancient Egypt, it was Father the earth and Mother the sky. For indeed to the ancient Egyptians, Geb, Geb was the god and personification of the earth. He was Usual because he was unusual because he was a male earth deity, and while most ancient cultures, Aboriginal and Indigenous cultures, viewed regarded earth as female, and we continue to regard Mother Earth with great honor and acknowledgement. Worship of Geb in commit into Egypt was widespread, and various legends developed about him. This is why he is often depicted in egyptian wall art Geb is a common factor factor uh, feature and factor in archaeological um, diagrams photos uh reprints repostings of chromatic art egyptian sacred art and wall paintings often depicted as a goose the earth deity Geb, and in many of the depictions he is a reclining, if you will, as the earth with a phallic, the phallic, as they say in a very clean way, to not be censored, uh, directed towards the sky goddess of uh, uh, the sky goddess Nut, or Nit, uh, nt N-U-T-Nut. Uh, and if you look at those images today, often the ithy phallic symbol has been removed the power symbol has been removed. And the myths of ancient Egypt mention several names for Geb. Geb is the most common, G-E-B, the most common spelling for this god. But he's also spelled Q-E-B, um, S-E-B, K-E-B, Seb, Keb, Geb, but the earth deity. Several different titles for Geb exist in the Writers of Ancient Egypt. And one of these is Ken Ken Were. Ken Ken Were, which means the great cackler, i.e. The, the goose. This title refers to the Egyptian belief that Geb's laughter caused earthquakes. And two other titles come from the fact that Geb fathered the Assyrian gods, chief of the gods, father of the gods. In a previous uh podcast I talked about obatalá and the connection between obatalá and uh kemetic deities kemetic symbolism the connection between voodoo uh, in the west and voodoo in the new world to kemetic uh, egyptian symbolism egyptian um spirituality and tradition <clears throat> indeed heka which translates magic uh in in the english from the uh Hieroglyph, from the um, Kemetic hieroglyph. So some of Geb's roles in Egyptian mythology pertain to his position as the father of the Osirian gods. This position caused the Greeks to equate Geb with their god, Cronus. Geb was the third divine ruler of the gods. He was also considered a tribal chieftain. The pharaohs claimed Geb was their ancestor, and sources refer to their throne as the throne of Geb. Egypt was also called the House of Geb. I-, I like to take note um, as the third divine ruler of the gods. He was also considered a tribal chieftain. And today, acknowledging Ojo Ose Shango, Shango was also Shango was also. Um, acknowledges third king of Oyo, a true and living third king of Oyo, who then was elevated to ancestor, elevated to uh, ascended ancestor, Egun, to Egungun, and then subsequently to an Orisha. And so another of Geb's roles comes from his position as the god of the earth, um, he had an important function in the path of an Egyptian soul in the afterlife as well. And after the burial of the dead, the Egyptians believed that Geb played a part in the soul's journey. He was present at the ceremony where the gods weighed the heart of the dead person. If the judges decided the person was righteous, Geb released the soul from the earth to continue his or her journey into spirit realms. Um, so. I, th- I think it's real interesting how our bodies, and no matter what tradition you examine it in, are returned to nature, a return to Mother Earth, a turn to, to, to gab if you will. And two, go through a journey of decomposition, of t- returning to minerals, returning to dust, returning to the very elements that then recreate and recreate Uh, the new life. And so in the ancient world, we understood God as a woman. We understood God to inherently be female and represent uh, female energy. Greetings, Alexis Williams. Greetings to you, beloved. Peace and blessings to you, uh, Imani Sankofa. Grateful for you coming on in. Welcome, Arisha, Iba, Arisha, Mojuba, Arisha. Come on in, beloved. Greetings to you and your household. And we certainly appreciate the family, for indeed we are a family. And so we understand in the ancient world they understood earth, but also the heavens to be fertile to be a firmament in which all life was created and reborn and passed through. And God, male, father, was seen as the body. And in many traditions today, I don't have a whole lot of time to to delve into them. Uh, When you're doing chakra work, uh, when we understand the material realm, the physical realm, we often masculinize that symbolism while viewing the spirit, the intuitive, the empathic realm to be inherently maternal, to be inherently feminine, to be inherently female. And so as spirits, as divine bodies, separate from the clay vessel, not requiring sort of the masculination of, of things, because all batalaya, this purest form, it's not the male or female. It's, it's not the, neither father God nor mother God, but both simultaneously. Um, what's the word? Uh, not androgynous, but, but, but there's another word that sort of brings the essence of our mother and father together in, in life, in nature, but also in our bodies. And, and the great magical book says, honor thy mother and thy father that their days might be long on earth. Honor Father Earth. Are you living your best life? Are you treating your body well? Are you treating this temple that you experience your best life in well? Father Earth. And do you honor and acknowledge Mother God? Mother God. Your mother, your great mothers, but certainly your spiritual complex, your emotional complex, your inner being? Are you in touch with the mother as she's present in you? Are you in touch with the grandmother as she shows up in you, my brother, as she shows up in you, my sister? And indeed, in that, we honor and acknowledge the great mother and the great father in that we acknowledge that we are indeed spirit living a human clay earth existence. So we must acknowledge earth and earth rules, but we're also gods. We're also spirit. We're also very powerful co-creators in the universe. So we must acknowledge the great mother. So the sort of reversal of roles of of father God and mother God go hand in hand with a system of oppression of the feminine, of the divine feminine. That great magical book um, bastardizes, uh, appropriates, um, uh, abomatizes, if you will, femininity, uh, and, and has scripture specific to something wicked about femininity, e-femininity specifically. And so there was a reversal of roles, a reversal of powers, a struggle of power between the role Father God and Mother God would play in the populace primarily for domination and control. And, and so then birth white supremacy, so then birthed racism and sexism and and, and gender uh, uh, declassification uh, because indeed in the aboriginal world they understood gender to be quite fluid and beyond sort of the rigid rigidity of today's male and female uh, binary coded roles. I also on Monday on Monday uh, really want to delve into the topic of uh, abortion. I've, I've sort of not directly come at that topic. It's a heated topic. It's a controversial topic, uh, but my sister uh Wupani and my sister wife Tony Val Martinez reminded me today uh that it's relevant to today uh, and it's also relevant to to many other rights that we now take for granted uh, and so uh Tony Val will be on with this on Monday, and we'll talk a little bit more about that uh that. Specifically, uh, thank you, Anthony, uh, for the quote from Prince. I am not your woman. I am not your man. I am something that you'll never understand. <laughs> Can remember that. I'll <laughs> never hurt you. Yeah. Uh, the Goddess Initiative. Isn't that crazy? And humans down here are arguing over gender. Absolutely. Once you cross over into the spirit realm, indeed, what is gender? And if we get honest about God, if we get honest about the goddess, what is gender? What is the need for gender for divine entities that do not, never have, inhabit body until the book says God inhabited the Christ? And, and, and again, I don't want to digress. We can get into a whole other conversation about the numerous Christ and Virginal Mothers and, and sacrificed Messiahs that existed in ancient culture prior to the story as you have now received it in the Great Book, in the Magical Book. So yeah, that that yeah, and we're arguing over. It's a distraction. The Goddess Initiative. It's a distraction. Yeah, Michael Jackson and Prince both were on a level that uh, many could not understand in the time. Uh, Michael Jackson warned y'all about wearing the mask. Now, okay, Michael Jackson warned you about wearing the mask. So, okay, we got to pay attention, uh, more attention to how we look at pop culture. Uh, we got about five minutes, y'all. Craig Burns offers, in Thailand, the idea of a fixed sex isn't really recognized. Having babies and being a boy or a girl is considered different, two different things. And and I would agree that in Aboriginal African cultures, it was a similar principle. Uh, those uh, root languages in Africa lack uh, male, binary, and Female binary pronouns at all. TT can be male. TT can be female. So, again, we we really really try and superimpose Ifa, superimpose Voodoo, superimpose Aboriginal cultures Indigenous Aboriginal cultures to the Americas, and and and, and superimpose them onto Western mindset. So I agree there is a rebirthing that has to take place. We must be renewed in our minds and our bodies, how we view what our body is, why our body is, how we live and exist in it. But our minds and how we view God, how we view ourselves. It's very difficult for me to say God without saying self in the same breath. I and I are one. I and I are truth. I and I are the reality that we are the living, breathing image of God, of the goddess, in this clay and clay vessel. And we manifest in, in these diverse genders because of earth law, because of the magic of earth law. So I'm grateful for you all's consistent Participation and love. We got about two minutes. I wanna I wanna remind you that I will be forward at high noon US Central Standard Time on tomorrow, Friday, May thirteenth, Friday the thirteenth, twenty twenty two. I will be present at midnight tomorrow morning, twelve AM US Central Standard Time here on Blog Talk Radio for your midnight meditation. I wanna put you to bed while I wake you up at the same time and certainly meet me and greet me for morning coffee. Morning coffee is still in transition. It's still working itself out. I'm still trying to match your energy to my energy uh to, to the all of our schedule and to what people want to see and experience at at that hour of the morning. Uh, It's even being suggested that maybe nine, because I've been suggesting nine, nine might even be a better time for the morning coffee uh, post and or podcast. So, morning coffee is still happening. It's just a little bit in transition. Okay. Uh, The God's initiative. Thank you so much, beloved. Uh, That's the idea. I I want you to be thirsty for more. I want you to require more. I want you to ask for more and I want you all to be more vocal in the doing so. I need more chats. I need more live on-air phone calls. I need more live on-air video. <laughs> some of us haven't turned our webcam on in a while, guys. We still, some of us have popped in on screen, you know, in a while. And so I want the show to continue to grow and to evolve and to meet the needs of my long-term consistent audience, but I also want to meet the needs of a younger generation, uh, of a new mindset, um, of, of a larger population, to be quite honest, in this space. People older than me in my generation are still learning, social media are still learning gadgets and still learning the internet. And so often these podcasts are speaking directly to your babies and your children and and a younger generation. Uh, But those who are consistent to the work, like the Goddess Initiative uh, and many others, Arisha and many others that you know very well from their being present here on the show, are the most consistent in, in holding the traditions together ensuring that the tradition will survive beyond that. So I, I, I'm just in a grow, growing season. I'm, and so I, I'm asking you to grow with me. I'm asking you to grow with me. I will be as consistent and as present as possible. I will be more present than I've ever been before. I just will not be doing two-hour, three-hour podcasts. I, I, I just won't. My godchildren will get that. My initiates will get that. My clients will get that. My phone callers will get that. Uh, Those who come here into the house will get that. Certainly those on the Tour Plus experience will experience that. But the uh, social media is just requiring uh, shorter content. 30 minutes or less, 30 minutes or less. I look forward to being here with you in this space, in this place. In this time bracket, 12 new U.S. Central Standard Time. I'm certainly grateful for those of you who are listening, viewing, participating with me all around the world. I invite your email commentary. I invite your live on-air commentary. And I look forward to meeting you here again next time. For the new revolutionary, who New all these voodoo secrets and recipes, remembering that all is truly and indeed a blessing. You can just see beyond the veils, open your third eye, for it is all just an illusion and a test of one of the greatest divine mysteries of this life cycle. Are you living your best life? Are you living your best life? Really? 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 Are you living your best life? Are you acknowledging and honoring your father's? And your mothers, your great fathers, and your great mothers, and all that you do layers to that <laughs> I'm moving forward until next time. All oh, is a blessing. Where is my music Next time y'all find prayer no. Congo Square, greetings until next time. Enjoy your day. And Congo stories.
2: Square. Thank the Omus so Indians, Indians prepared this place
1: for
0: us centuries
2: before our arrival. A sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated and almost Indians prepared. It was prepared 9 a.m. for, for the morning coffee. Centuries before to our pray. arrival, Bingo <laughs> Square, a sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated, and as the colonizers thank came, thank you, thank you, thank you. our hosts, the almost Indians, I shall,
1: I shall well,
2: they pushed aside our hosts. The colonizers came and pushed aside our hosts and introduced us in chains. And by the late 1700s, we somehow, recognizing the sacredness of Les Places de Congo, we somehow, and the how of our somehow- persuasive methodologies is not clear at this moment. The how is not clear. How our persuasive methodologies worked is not clear at this moment. But nevertheless, even as slaves, we crafted and created a space where we could be free to be we. And thusly, Thusly we countered the sacrilegiousness of the French, giving great homage to our ancestors as well as giving praise and thanks to our red-blooded brothers and sisters. This is an oral libation toast to Congo Square, to Native Americans, to our ancestors who made a circle out of a square and gave us a way to stay ourselves, save ourselves from the transformatory ugliness of America, which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life, which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life and celebrates death with crosses and crosses double and triple crosses, the middle passage, the first cross, Christianity, the double cross, and capitalism, the ultimate triple coup de grace cross of our captivity. But the terror of crosses notwithstanding, we sang, we beat, we be, we was and is, hail Congo. Square. Congo, yeah. Congo Square, our African gods have not been obliterated, they have merely retreated inside the beat of us, inside the beat of us, our African gods have not been obliterated. They have merely retreated, retreated inside the beat of us until we are ready to release them into a world that we recreate. A world heralded by the beat, 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 being, beating, being of black heart drums. Heart beat. Heart beat. Heart, be at this place, at this place, be heart, be, be, we, beating place in new world space, beating being in place in new world, preserving our ancient pace, our dance is the God walk, our music, the God talk, first thing we do. Let's get together. Circle ourselves into community. No beginning. No end. Connected together. And singing. Ringing. Singing. In a ring. Second, let's be original. Aboriginal. Be what we were before we became what we... We are be bambula dance, be bonza music, and sing song words which have no English translation. Third, let us remember let us remember never to forget even when we can't remember the specifics of we must retain the essentials. Let us remember never to forget. Even when we can't remember the specifics, we must retain the essentials. The bounce, the blood, flow, the feel, the spirit, grow, energy. Must retain and pass on the essential usness that others want to dissipate, whip out Whoa. of
0: us. Whoa!
2: no matter, no matter how much of us they prohibit, no matter how much of us they prohibit, deep inside us is us, deep inside us is us, remains us inside and needs only the beat to set us free, the beat to free us. It is morning, a sun day, a feel, a feel without shade, but dark, dark with the people black of us in various, various, various shades, eclipsing the sun with our elegance. We are centuries later now, and still this sacred ground calls us to remember, to beat, to be. We are centuries later now, and still this sacred ground calls us to remember to beat The